Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas, and Season's Greetings. Welcome to A Caroling We Will Go. I'm Andrew Roth, a scholar-in-residence at the Jefferson Educational Society in Erie, Pennsylvania. St. Augustine says, A society's people are held together by the common objects of their love. For Americans, one of those common objects of their love is Christmas carols. Today, we'll discover the backstory of many of your favorite Christmas tunes, songs that sing a song of midwinter celebration. Did you know that several favorite Christmas songs were composed during California heat waves? Did you know that many favorite Christmas carols were composed by Jewish artists? Did you know that Jingle Bells was first sung as a song celebrating 19th century hot-rotting sleigh racers? In addition to enjoying the many sounds of the season's favorite songs, you'll discover the answers to those questions and many, many more today in A Caroling We Will Go. Among the cynically sassy Christmas songs, two bubble to the top. Elmo and Patsy's Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer speaks to the dangers of sleighs pulled by antlered animals, and Communities Baby Boomer Christmas signals to those of us of a certain age that our time is passing. First performed by the husband-wife team of Elmo Shropshire and Patsy Trigg in 1979, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer is a novelty song written by Randy Brooks. According to Brooks, Elmo and Patsy heard him perform the song, asked for a copy, and made it a key part of their act. Its snarky lyrics sing of Grandma, who had too much spiked eggnog at a Christmas Eve party and then stumbled outside into a snowstorm. The next morning, her trampled body is found in the snow covered with reindeer tracks. Santa ran her over with his sleigh. Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve Grandpa, we believe She'd been drinking too much eggnog And we begged her not to go But she forgot her medication And she staggered out the door into the snow When we found her Christmas morning At the scene of the attack she had hoof prints on her forehead and incriminating claws marks on her back. Grandma got run over by a reindeer walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa, but as for me and Grandpa, we believe. Now we're all so proud of Grandpa. He's been taking this so well See him in there watching football Drinking beer and playing cards with Cousin Mel It's not Christmas without Grandma All the family's dressed in black And we just can't help but wonder Should we open up her gifts or send them back? Send them back! Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we believe Now the goose is on the table 
and the pudding made of fig, ah, and the blue and silver candles that would just have matched the hair in Grandma's wig. I've warned all my friends and neighbors, better watch out for yourselves. They should never give a license to a man who drives a sleigh and plays with elves. Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we believe Sing it, Grandpa! Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa for me and Grandpa, we believe. Merry Christmas. The old TV sitcom, Community, aired Baby Boomer Santa spoofing holiday music in a 2011 episode. Although fading now, for most of the 20 teens, millennial complaints about their boomer parents and grandparents rose to internet meme status. Community's baby boomer Santa hits a lot of right notes riffing on boomer fascination with with the Andrews sisters, confer Bette Midler, the 50s anti-commie craze, the Beatles and the rest of the menagerie. In the singing skit, they are attempting to convince Chevy Chase, now playing Grandpa, to get with it and join them by pandering to his boomer biases. In the accompanying video, Chase looks anything but amused. Still, in true Boomer style, at the end, Chase steals the scene, much to the horror of the retreating millennials. One, two, three, four. Santa Claus was born in 1945. He had a boogie woogie Coca-Cola army. And when the commies gave the polio to Doris Day, Santa helped the Beatles chase McCarthy away. That baby Boomer Santa, she's never gonna die. Santa fought at Woodstock and Vietnam and smoked a ton of acid and burnt his bra. And then in 1970, he did more drugs and his hair stayed long and he grew a mustache. Baby Boomer Santa, he's gonna stay alive. Santa invented Spielberg and microchips. Santa invented Coca-Cola and aerobics. He made the Iron Curtain and the Gremlins too. Fake butter and AIDS and Twin Peaks. Baby Boomer Santa, thank you for MTV. You're welcome for everything in the world. You're welcome. You're welcome for all that I bring to the world. I'm Baby Boomer Santa. I bring the gift of the world. Baby Boomer Santa, I'm an American pearl. In their book, Christmas Songs Made in America, Albert and Shirley Menendez call the best of these holiday comic songs whimsical. Whimsical means pleasing or entertaining in a lightheartedly old-fashioned or imaginary way. Here's a quick look at three whimsical classics. The Chipmunk Song, All I Want for Christmas is My Two Front Teeth, and that childhood favorite, Frosty the Snowman. 
The Chipmunk song burst on the scene in 1958, It Has Never Left. As Stephen Cox relays in a short article in The Hollywood Reporter, working under the name David Seville, Ross Bagdasarian experimented with a reel-to-reel tape recorder to create multiple tracks of high-pitched voices. Actually, as Cox explains, the technique is simple, but laborious, requiring multiple layerings of multiple tracks. Essentially, you record a track at half speed, then play it back at normal speed. Using the technique, Bagdasarian Seville had a 1950s gimmick hit, The Witch Doctor. Using the technique again, Bagdasarian created the Chipmunk song. His singing rodents were an immediate hit, reaching number one on Billboard's Hot 100, earning three Grammys and selling over 25 million copies by 1965. Spawning movies, TV series, books, comic books, and now video games. What is it that Elvin and Simon and Theodore sing about? Well, catching every child's antsy angst awaiting Christmas's big day, they sing. All right, you chipmunks. Ready to sing your song? I'll say we are. Yeah, let's sing it now. Okay, Simon. Okay. Okay, Theodore. Okay. Okay, Alvin. Alvin. Simon. Naturally. Very good, Theodore. <laughs> uh, Alvin, you were a little flat. Watch it, uh, Alvin. Alvin. It must be a generational thing, but I never could quite get my father's hilarity at seeing Spike Jones on the latter's old TV show. Jones was a country western singer who happened upon a shtick of intentionally playing music poorly, much to the apparent amusement of millions of people. He made a career out of All I Want for Christmas is My Two Front Teeth. Written in the 1940s by music teacher and textbook editor Don Gardner, who was quoted in his 2014 Boston Globe obituary, that while he was selecting songs for an elementary school Christmas program, I didn't yet have anything selected for the second graders, who were all telling their teacher, all I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. 
He said he noted that 16 of the 22 in the class were missing their front teeth. Gardner said he was amazed the way the silly little song was picked up by the whole country. A teacher heard him perform it at a music conference. She connected him with the Whitmark Music Company. The song was published in 1948. On December 6, 1948, Spike Jones and his city slickers released a recording in which Jones used a falsetto voice to mimic a child unable to pronounce words because his two front teeth, his two front teeth were missing. In 1949, the tune went to number one on the pop charts. Here's Jones. Would you like to have a Christmas and all through the house? Not a creature is stirring, not even the moms. Suddenly I heard a strange noise down below. So in my flannel pajamas, I went tippy-toe. I could see your sight from the spot where I stood. So I slid down the banister just as fast as I could. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. My two front teeth. See my two front teeth. Gee, if I could only have my two front teeth, and I could wish you Merry Christmas. It seems so long since I could say, Sister Susie sitting on a thistle. Every time I try to speak, all I do is whistle. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth, my two front teeth. See my two front teeth. Gee, if I could only have my two front teeth, and I could wish you Merry Christmas. <laughs> Best of all the whimsical Christmas tunes remain Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty the Snowman. After Gene Autry found great success with Rudolph, he sought another holiday season hit. Written in 1950, 
The year after Autry's success with Rudolph, Frosty the Snowman was written by Jack Rollins and Steve Nelson. Autry and his Cass County boys recorded the song for that year's holiday season. Originally making no mention of Christmas, the song tells the story of a snowman who is magically brought to life by the children with whom he is playing by the children placing a silk hat on his head. They dance through town until the sun begins to melt him, but Frosty promises the children he will be back again someday. Some years later, various performers changed someday to Christmas Day. Here is Gene Autry. Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul With a corncob pipe and a button nose And his eyes made out of coal Frosty the snowman made the children laugh and play Were they surprised when before their eyes he came to life that day? There must have been some magic in that old silk hat they found For when they placed it on his head he began to dance around Oh Frosty the snowman was alive as he could be And the children say he could laugh and play just the same as you and me So he said, let's run and we'll have fun before I melt away. So down to the village with a broomstick in his hand. Running here and there all around the square saying, catch me if you can. He led them down the streets of town right to a traffic cop. And he only paused a moment when he heard him holler stop. For Frosty the snowman had to hurry on his way But he waved goodbye saying, don't you cry, I'll be back again someday There must have been some magic in that old silk hat they found For when they placed it on his head, he began to dance around Oh Frosty the snowman was alive as he could be And the children say he could laugh and play just the same as you and me. Thumpity thump thump, thumpity thump thump. Look at Frosty go. Thumpity thump thump, thumpity thump thump. Over the hills of snow. What is the most popular American Christmas song of all time? And what is the best American Christmas song of all time? Regarding the latter, Many will ask, what's your criteria? Regarding the former, it's a straightforward arithmetic question. As they say in sports lingo and on election night, the results are in, and you can find them at Apple Music, Billboard, Spotify, and even the Guinness Book of World Records. Spoiler alert, it's not White Christmas. 
Regarding the best Christmas carol or song, well, that's a matter of taste, and as some Roman wag said a long time ago, de gustibus non disputandum est, or there is no disputing about taste. You like Brussels sprouts? So do I, but many don't. You're a Red Sox fan, about which the less said the better? Oh well, fill in your own either or. There is no disputing about taste. Still, if one is to anoint a song the best Christmas carol ever, it seems appropriate to establish some criteria. Here's my criteria. First, it must be melodious, which I realize is so elementary a statement as to be virtually without meaning. I simply mean it must be pleasing, soothing even, to the ear. No John Cage dissonance, no hard rock screeching. It must, in the old show business axiom, leave you humming, preferably silently and to yourself. It must speak approvingly of the season, its totems and customs. That means that none of the cynically sassy songs will ever make the cut. In speaking to the season, it must at least nod to the holiday's Christian origins while at the same time acknowledging that the holiday, almost from the start in America, has transcended those origins to become an ecumenical, midwinter celebration of life, family, friends, community, and a shared cultural heritage. It must welcome all to share in the season of joy. And lastly, it must have just the right dash of schmaltz, that sense of comfort and security only the very best chicken soup for the soul provides. It must be sentimental, but not overly. It must stoke some hint of childhood innocence, evoking warm memories of huddling under the dining room table waiting for the department store Santa to read your letter on the radio. It must take you back to that time when you still believed all the lights would turn green, when you still believed everyone you met was good and true, and the taste of newly falling snow on the tip of your tongue was nature's finest liquor. At its best, if only for a moment, it must take you out of time into the eternal presence, singing the glad tidings, the good news, the peace and joy that all is well and safe. What is the greatest American Christmas carol song, then? I am tempted to nominate John Lennon and Yoko Ono's Happy Christmas, War is Over, but I won't. Some might quibble whether it qualifies as an American carol, but both Lennon and Ono had been granted permanent resident status, so it qualifies. Released by John and Yoko Plastic Ono Band, with backing vocals by the Harlem Community Choir, it was released in 1971. The song was the culmination of Lennon and Ono's several-year anti-Vietnam War crusade. Lennon conceived Happy Christmas, War is Over as a means of elaborating upon the themes he had advocated in his earlier peace protest, themes of social unity and peaceful change enacted through personal accountability and empowerment. Happy Christmas, Happy Christmas, Julie. So this is Christmas And what have you done Another year over And so this is Christmas I hope you have fun The near and the dear ones The old and the young A very Merry Christmas And a Happy New Year 
weak and fall strong The rich and the poor ones The road is so long And so happy Christmas For black and for white For yellow and red ones Let's stop If Happy Christmas is not the best, which, by the way, according to Business Insider, is number 10 on the top 10 Christmas songs Americans are listening to the most, what is the best American Christmas carol song? Well, out of many, many contenders, here is my somewhat arbitrary but true to the criteria stated a moment ago. Here is my list. So, as they used to say in Top 40 Radio, let's begin the countdown. First, two honorable mentions. Wham's Last Christmas, and Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. Technically, Last Christmas shouldn't make this list, as the uber-80s duo of George Michael and Andrew Ridgely are both Brits, but the tune appears on virtually every list of Christmas songs Americans like most. With a touch of revenge in the lyrics, it gives a bit of a twist to the holiday schmaltz test. Going over the top on the schmaltzometer is American pop icon Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. We'll hear from Mariah later. With those honorable mentions noted, here, subject to revision, here is my top 10 Christmas carol songs. Number 10, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Part of that mid-20th century boom in Christmas songs, Santa Claus is Coming to Town was written in 1934 by Fred Coots and Haven Gillespie. After Eddie Cantor turned it down as too much of a kid's song, Coots badgered Cantor's wife for support. At her urging, Cantor sang it for the first time on his weekly radio show in October 1934. Canner was a big booster of Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, 
And he sang the song just as Santa made his appearance at Parade's End at Macy's Department Store on 34th Street in Manhattan, where, you might have heard, a miracle once occurred, covered by literally every major singer of any note, but for an authentic 21st century take on the tune, here is Bruce Springsteen's version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. It's all cold down along the beach. And the wind's whipping down the boardwalk. <laughs> hey, man! You guys know what time it is? Practicing real hard, yeah. Clients, you've been you've been rehearsing real hard now. So Santa, bring your new saxophone, right? Everybody out there been good or what? Oh, that's not many, not many. You guys are in trouble out here. <laughs> and you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Say.
At number nine, you're going to find Sleigh Ride. Written during another Southern California heat wave, Leroy Anderson and Mitchell Parrish's Sleigh Ride does well on the Schmaltzometer, with references to Farmer Gray's home, to Courier and Ives' prints, and to homey things such as coffee and pumpkin pie. It also clearly passes the melodious test, its sound now part of the season's musical wallpaper. It has found a revived popularity on multiple Christmas lists in this Phil Spector version featuring the Ronettes, one of the great girl groups of the early 1960s.
At number eight, we have O Little Town of Bethlehem. Number seven, Up on the Housetop. Written in the 1860s, Up on the Housetop is among the earliest American Christmas songs. Like Jingle Bells, which does not mention Christmas at all, Up on the Housetop signals the new American holiday's emergence by hedging its bets, calling Santa Claus either Good Old Santa, Dear Santa, and Good Saint Nick, Americans having not yet settled on Santa Claus. Recorded by many, the kids' favorite remains Gene Autry's 1953 version. Up on the housetop, reindeer paws, out jumps good old Santa Claus. Down through the chimney with lots of toys, all for the little one's Christmas joys. Ho, 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 who wouldn't go? Ho, 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 who wouldn't go? Up on the housetop, click, 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 down through the chimney with old Saint Nick. First comes the stocking of little Nell, oh dear Santa, fill it well. Give her a dolly that laughs and cries, one that can open and shut its eyes. Ho, 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 who wouldn't go? Ho, 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 who wouldn't go? Up on the housetop, click, 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 down through the chimney with good Saint Nick. Stockin' of little Bill Oh, just see what a glorious fill Here's a hammer and lots of tacks A whistle and ball and a whip that cracks Ho, 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 who wouldn't go? Ho, 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 who wouldn't go? Up on the housetop, click, click, click Down through the chimney with good Saint Nick Housetop reindeer paws Out jumps good old Santa Claus Down through the chimney with lots of toys All for the little one's Christmas joys Ho, 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 who wouldn't go? Ho, 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 who wouldn't go? Up on the housetop, click, click, click Down through the chimney with good Saint Nick Ho, 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 who wouldn't go? Up on the housetop, click, 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 down through the chimney with good Saint Nick. At number six, we have Let It Snow. At number five, Jingle Bells. The old favorite found yet another surge of popularity in the 1950s when Bobby Helms had his Andy Warhol 15 minutes of fame with a rock and roll version entitled Jingle Bell Rock. Despite many now-forgotten topical references to songs of the era, the song has lasted well into the third millennium, continuing to appear on virtually every 2021 Christmas song pop list. Jingle bell, jingle bell, rock Jingle bell swing 
and blowing up bushels of fun. Now the jingle hop has begun. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells chime and jingle bell time. Dancing and prancing in Jingle Bell Square. In the frosty air, what a bright time. It's the right time to rock the night away. Jingle bell time is a swell time to go gliding in the one horse sleigh. Giddy up, jingle horse, pick up your feet. Jingle up around the clock. Mix and a mingle in the jingle and feet. That's the jingle bell rock. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bell chime and jingle bell time. Dancing and prancing in jingle bell square. Number four, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Number three, happy Christmas, war is over. And number two, white Christmas. One might ask, why isn't this song number one? Well, it's good. In fact, it's very good. Having sold well over 100 million copies, as we said earlier, Crosby's alone has sold over 30 million, White Christmas is the biggest selling single recording of all time. Yet, in the age of Apple Music, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube, it is not the most frequently played Christmas song of our time. No American Christmas season is quite Christmas without at least a half a dozen or so soundings of Bing Crosby's. Christmases be white. 
Number one, the Christmas song, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. The song's familiar, almost iconic lyrics sing, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire, Jack Frost Nipping at Your Nose, Yuletide Carols Being Sung by a Choir, and Folks Dressed Up Like Eskimos. How does it match our criteria for a great Christmas song? Well, it's melodious and certainly leaves you humming. In fact, it can be hard to get it out of mind after hearing it one or two times. It's not the least bit sassy, as it celebrates the season, family, friends, and community. On the schmaltzometer, it can come perilously close to oozing, but then pulls back, leaving a balanced glow in the listener's mind and heart. Sitting before a roaring fire, roasting chestnuts with your dearest at your side, few songs convey a greater sense of peace and well-being. More to the point, just as in the American Tapestry's fusion thread, the song is quintessentially American, celebrating the most American of holidays, a New England-style white and snowy Christmas. It was composed by two Jewish musical artists, and its iconic version was also the first popular Christmas song recorded by an African-American. It literally hits all the notes in the very best image Americans sing of themselves. Oh, by the way, the most popular Christmas song by an overwhelming margin is Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. Written in 1994 and a constant presence on Christmas pop charts ever since, it has become so ubiquitous that a Texas bar recently banned it until at least December 1st and decreed it could only be played once a night, which created an immediate outcry among Mariah Carey fans, with Carey herself leading the social media charge. The outcry hasn't hurt the ratings. The song recently made Apple Music's top 100 most played songs for the year, and as of December 1st, Spotify had it listed as the second most listened to song in the country. It is listed on Billboard's Hot 100 Songs, which it first entered in 2017, and was recently awarded a Guinness Book of World Records for being the highest charting holiday song on the Billboard Hot 100 by a solo artist. Come to you. Oh, 
So, the most popular Christmas song is Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, and the best remains and always will be Nat King Cole's version of Mel Torme and Robert Wells's The Christmas Song. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe help to make the season bright tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight they know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase To kids from one to ninety-two Although it's been said many times, many ways Merry Christmas to From one to ninety-two Although it's been said Many times, many ways Merry Christmas To Christmas carols, one of the things Americans love in common, one of the common objects of their love, a major thread in the American tapestry. Rich in its many threads and stories, challenging 21st century Americans to remember our ideals and to live up to the better angels of our nature. I'm Andrew Roth, scholar-in-residence at the Jefferson Educational Society in Erie, Pennsylvania. Thank you for listening. <laughs>